Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mon Dieu. Mon Dieu is the nothing personal word of the day. That is French for my God. My God, Magnum, what happened yesterday that would cause our first word of the day in episode 491 of regular episodes, the day before Thanksgiving? Tonight's a big party night, by the way. Mon Dieu. We'll get back to the parting. I got to get this out so we don't have a detour so Coco doesn't get angry before we take a day off tomorrow for Thanksgiving. We got to give thanks to people, Coca. I'm putting that in the rundown. Mon Dieu, Wander Franco's rich. Do you know the name Wander Franco? Let me introduce you to the mighty Wander Franco. Number one overall prospect in all of baseball, two years in a row. Wander Franco has played 70 games in the major leagues, 70. A full season is 162, 70. That's not even half a season. Rumors started coming out last week that Wander Franco and the Tampa Bay Rays, yeah, that's the same Tampa Bay Rays who are talking about going to Montreal for half the time, building a stadium in Tampa and in Montreal. The same team that has never signed a player for more than $100 million. Never. Their highest contract to date was to Evan Longoria, who they gave $100 million over six years to nine years ago in 2012. Wander Franco comes up, sets the world on fire, reaches base 43 straight games through walk, hit, hit by pitch. He was tying or breaking all these streaks. Youngest player to do that. Greatest on-base streak. He has power. More to come. Decent defender at short. More to come. Line drive, gap hitter. Hits for average. An MVP candidate. We would grade players like that. Our grading system is A for you are a Hall of Famer. A surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. B is an everyday player who is a consistent all-star. C is an average everyday player. D is a serviceable guy who you'd rather have play than Coca or me. And then an NP is someone who now we have to get housing for in the minor leagues. That's the rankings. Wander Franco may be graded as an A by the Tampa Bay Rays. It's possible. But the number of people who get to be graded an A before showing they are an A, you better be damn right if you are the scout and your owner is willing to give a long-term contract to that player who has not even reached arbitration. Forget free agency. 
I spent years having this discussion with owners, GMs, presidents, people in the commissioner's office. Talk to me about risk reward. Talk to me about cost certainty. Let me give you my view. If you don't know the player and you have made that 20-year-old player or 21-year-old player rich for generations, do you know well enough that his motivation will stay strong? Do you know for certain that his health will stay perfect? The upside is when you don't know, but you sign someone to a long-term deal who does not need a long-term deal, is that you can carry around in your black bag your future payrolls and have this player's name in it with a guaranteed number next to it. There's no more discussion. If Wander Franco hits 55 home runs, drives in 180 runs, is an all-star, an MVP, and the Rays win the World Series, make the playoffs and sell out stadiums, so he has all these extra accomplishments, and as a first-year arbitration-eligible player, he sets records and makes $10 million. Second-year arbitration-eligible, he goes up to 15, maybe then up to 28. Let's say he's Mookie Betts and makes $50 million in arbitration. How did Mookie Betts make that amount of money when he was so young? Let me see. Oh, I think it involved an MVP and a World Series. All right. So if Wander Franco wins an MVP, leads the race to a World Series, helps him get two new stadiums built, fantastic. But what if not? So that is the yin and the yang of me trying to decide what player to sign. How many times have we talked to you about players who were signed early? who end up being busts. How often do we tell you about a player who signed early and it was a huge team-friendly deal? Christian Yelich, big-time team-friendly deal. It wasn't done as a zero-plus. And the total amount of money he got was 50 and change. When I read what was going on with Wander Franco, I did scream, Mundia. $182 million for a man without a year of service time. The previous record just a few years ago was Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna of the Atlanta Braves, who everyone said, how dare you, Ronald, take $100 million? How could you ever give away yourself? You could make three times that much if you just go year to year. Oh my God, you tore your ACL? Oh, I'm so sorry, you miss an entire year? That's going to come up in arbitration. Not anymore, it won't, because he has a guaranteed deal. Oh, but don't worry, everyone then says. He's got time. This is the union who promulgates this absolute fiction. He's got time to make up for the loss of bulk because he's missed a year. That contract will be a total underpay for Acuna. Maybe. Maybe not. And if you are a team that has razor-thin margins where you cannot afford mistakes, you better not have an ACL injury. You better not have any sort of shoulder injury. No, but don't worry. Tatis has a bad shoulder. He got $340 million. That's what the GM said to the owner, Stu Sternberg. Fernando Tatis, they waited. They waited, and then they had to give him $340 million. Look what these free agents are getting, $30 million a year. Wander Franco is the 
best player in baseball, will be. Wander Franco was the number one prospect in baseball two years running. Who cares? You don't win with that. It's good for the pedigree, good for the resume, good for back of the baseball card. Good to risk 50 million or 60 million or even 100 million, but 182 million dollars? No, but don't worry, David, it's 11 years. It's spread out. You may have read when you were reading about this contract that he could make well over $200 million. Please don't get caught up in the sexiness of that number. That's like the Patrick Mahomes deal. Coca, do you remember when Mahomes signed the deal and someone wrote, Patrick Mahomes can make up to $450 million or some ridiculous number. I can't remember what it was. And the reason that they said that is in his contract, they said, the Chiefs, that if he wins the Super Bowl, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and he's the MVP of the Super Bowl, and he's the league MVP, he gets X millions of dollars extra per year. And so the maximum he could make is, let's say, 450 if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and he's MVP of the Super Bowl and he's MVP of the league every single year. You like the odds of that? Or you like the odds of a meteor hitting your house two days from tomorrow? It's up to you. It's the same thing with Franco. They're offering him a fortune of money to be in the top three MVP, win the MVP, league MVP. I wouldn't have done that. I'd rather give him money to be the World Series MVP because then it means we've won the World Series. I like the Mahomes deal. He's not going to win any of it. Maybe one year he'll get it, but that's it over his 10-year period. But baseball and Wander Franco, his ability to lead a team to a World Series is far less than Patrick Mahomes. So don't get excited about the 200 plus million. Focus on the 182 in guaranteed money. What is the downside for Wander Franco? The downside is that he could have become a free agent at the end of 2027. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six more years because of when they called him up. Yes, they were smart to do that. So let's say he makes the minimum for three years. Let's say that in the new collective bargain agreement, they move the minimum to a million dollars, which I think they will. He'll make a million, a million, a million. That's three million. Then he's got the greatest three years of arbitration ever because he wins MVPs and World Series and everything else that Mookie Betts has. Let's add another 40 million to that. That's 43 million. Let's raise it seven more. $50 million he'll have going into free agency. Then he's the best player on earth. He is Lindor. He's Betts. He's everyone you could dream of. If it's Tatis, he gets $340 million in free agency. Let's say he gets $400 million in free agency and he'd make $450 million by signing a five year free agent deal. Hold on. 450 divided by five. Huh, I don't think he can do that. So let's say he just signs five at $40 million a year. That's 200 million. 200 million plus the 50 that he can't make in arbitration unless he's the greatest. That's 250 million over the same period of time. So he's left 70 million off the table assuming he gets none of his escalators and MVPs. <gasps> the horror. 70 million pre-tax, no state tax in Florida, but they're still income tax. So let's say 35 million bucks. He'll be in the top tax bracket. I promise you that no matter where he has residency. Wait till he has to play in Montreal and has to pay Canadian tax. Oh, hello. 35 million net. 
he's turned down if he's the greatest player since sliced bread and you think he had to think about this deal? This is the biggest no-brainer extension signed in the history of extensions. In the history, he had a very nice 70 games. Tampa gets to now go to Montreal and go to the politicians. I've done deals like this, Giancarlo. Gets to do all these meetings and say, look, we're serious. We are investing. We're here for the long run. Horse hockey. Tempe Rays signed Wander Franco to an extension for the sole reason of PR and for the view that there's a chance that they could capture a tiny bit of value, but there's no true discount. When I would speak to the commissioner, Bud Selig, about these early deals, he would say to me something, David, don't ever forget it. You are guaranteeing a young player money. You get rewarded for that. These players don't have to perform every year to get paid. When they go year to year, they've got to perform every year. They have to excel every year. You're going to guarantee them that money. That's like giving someone an A for a class they're not taking till next year because you think they're smart and they're going to work hard. Do you work as hard when you already know you've got the A in the class? That's like guaranteeing your bonus on Wall Street of $2 million before you've made a penny in revenue for the firm. Ooh, I'm going to work my tuchus off. Wait, can I lose the $2 million bonus? Wait, it's guaranteed? Huh. If you think that a player's mentality doesn't change once they've signed a deal like that, you are wrong. They can tell you everything they want. They can go on Instagram and give you eyewash of all the workouts they're doing on the beach, off the beach, up the beach, boulders up the hill, all the things they're doing. When you know that you're protected against injury, when you know you're protected against lack of performance, you lose an edge. That is a fact of every long-term contract ever signed in every sport, no matter what. Are there a few athletes who are the exception who work even harder after they sign? Yeah, there are a few. You want to bet on that? This signing is a tough one to digest. It's a market-moving signing because the more young players sign without getting what Bud Selig said you must get, and Rob Manford would agree, and owners used to believe in that, why would you guarantee a contract to someone without getting a discount in a non-competitive situation? Wander Franco cannot play for anyone. He is with Tampa for six more years. He can't do a thing for three years. He can't even tell you what he wants to get paid. He can't even go to arbitration. You can pay him the minimum for three straight years. Oh no, what if he's this good for three more years? Then we'll never get him for 182 over eight, which is the number of years after three have passed. That's true. But your risk has gone down. When these teams sign these big deals to young players, let me just tell you, all the GMs listening, without the discount, you're going to lose your job because what happens is you won't lose your job for the signing. You'll lose your job because the player who's not performing up to the contract will take up too much space on your payroll. You will lose roster flexibility, which will impact your ability to win games, divisions, playoff series, and rings. And that is how you get paid. That's how you get extensions. 
So as great as it feels to make an announcement when you lock up a young player and all the fans are excited and everyone gets to speak French and speak English and speak Spanish and say, we've got our marketing star for the next 11 years. All of that excitement that happens the day of the signing, the day after the signing, the first spring training media availability of the first year of the signing, the first opening day, all of that excitement, that's as good as it gets. But no one ever remembers the second part. Mon Dieu. Wander Franco is at Tampa Bay Expo. Speaking of long-term deals that are rumored to be happening, someone asked us a question, Coca. You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. So you want to talk to Samson. Get into my Twitter at David P. Samson. Hit follow, ask a question. Hi, David. Hi. Will the Mets sign Javier Baez? Thank you. Why do you ask? Do you ask because they traded for him at the deadline? Do you ask because Steve Cohn only has two to four years left of his three to five year plan? Do you ask because Javier Baez is the answer to your dreams because he wants to play with Lindor and he's willing to play second base to make an unbelievable middle of the infield? Or do you ask because Steve Cohn gave an interview on the radio I can't even say it's a top 10 quote for Steve Cohn because he's had 10 that are way better. But he spoke very highly of Baez. And he said, quote, it's pretty good. He did a phenomenal job for us. He's an exciting ball player to watch. He brings a lot of energy to the table. I really like Javi. Get ready. You better sit down for this. Turn the volume down a little bit because it's going to make you a little sick. You may get a little thing in your throat. Like when you do a gag, when you've had too much to eat or drink and you feel like, oh God, this could be it. I may Ralph soon. We had a great dinner together after the season. <laughs> O-M-F-G. As a GM, president of a team, when my owner's having dinners with players, nothing good happens. Whether they share some nice filet, a little rat tatouille, possibility of some meatloaf roast potato, Toes, maybe some beans, pinto black or refried. Maybe some plantains, maybe some quarter pounders. All I know is that when you eat dinner with a player, that player is selling himself to you. That player is a courtesan. That player is a not nearly as hot Nicole Kidman from Moulin Rouge. Their whole job is to make you think they like you. Newsflash, Javier Baez doesn't give a flying rat's ass about you, Steve. He wants your money. That's it. He doesn't want to have dinner at your house. He doesn't want to go to a restaurant to have dinner with you and sit there. He's counting the minutes till he can leave. His agent is telling him in the car on the way, you can't turn around. You got to do this. Feed his ego. Tell him how great he is. Tell him how happy you are in New York. Tell him you are a player made for New York. Tell him you are the pin that will hold this team together. And combined with Lindor for the next 10 years, you will bring parades to downtown New York City and Queens and the chop shops. You want a casino instead of a chop shop? Here's some talking points, Javier. Make sure you mention this. I want to be a spokesperson for those casinos because you've got the vision that no one else has ever had, Steve. Your vision for building a team is second to none. I love you, man. 
Wait, do I have to say that? Javi said to his agent, do I really have to say I love him? I don't love him. Just say it. Javi Baez having dinner. If Javi Baez gets $150 million or more from the New York Mets, I can only promise you one thing. Two to four years will not be the window for a World Series championship. Two to four years will not be the window for anything. With Javi Baez at over $20 million a year on your team with Lindor, so you've got about $50 million up the middle, you better be over the luxury tax, Steve. You better have a payroll of at least 240 because those two guys cannot represent 20% of your payroll. They just can't do it. It's not going to work. I promise you. And for all Mets fans who think that I just have it in for Stevie Cohn, I don't have it in for him at all. I'm trying to help the guy. You are being snowed. You think Billy Epler, your new GM, is going to tell you that? Forget about it. Billy Epler wants players. He wants you to sign players. He got a four-year guaranteed contract. Ooh, is that a coincidence? Four years. Why would a GM get four years? Oh, yeah. The two to four-year plan. Think Sandy Alderson gives a rat's tinker's damn about Javier Baez being overpaid? Who's protecting you, Steve? Who's in your ear telling you, stop in the name of love and hold your role? Nobody. That's why the Mets have a problem. Will the Mets sign Javier Baez? Yes, they will. The reason they will sign him is because they shared a plate of piscetti with some arbiata sauce and a little side of broccolini. Hurry up. Get your players signed. Get it all done. All we are hearing about is all these rumors. Everyone's going to sign before the lockout's coming. A big announcement was made. Everyone got all excited. Announcement. A co-announcement. A co-announcement by the players' union and the commissioner's office. Is this it? Do we have a deal? Did they come in under the wire? Can I do a little Snoopy dance? Keep your tail in the chute. The players' union and the commissioner's office made an announcement yesterday, all right. And here's what the announcement was. And here's what it should have been. MLB and the Players Union have jointly announced that they have agreed to move the tender deadline from December 2nd to November 30th. Thank you. <gasps> what does this mean? What's the tender deadline? That's what they agreed to? They can't agree on the shape of the negotiating table, but they found a way to move up the tender deadline? What am I missing? The tender deadline is the date by which a team that has a player who is eligible for arbitration must be tendered a contract. I tender you. I give you this contract. You are now in the system as a 40-man roster player on my team. We will let the arbitrators decide what your salary will be, but you're here. Or I don't tender you a contract because I don't want you in the arbitration system because you're going to make too much money in the arbitration system. Your name is Kyle Schwarber. Go sign with someone else. Good luck. Players get non-tendered every year. And then they're free agents. 
they get to decide where they want to play. When you are tendered, you don't get to decide where you want to play with the team. If a lockout happens at 11.59 p.m. on December 1st, there will not be a tender deadline of December 2nd because there will be no team activity on December 2nd. That means that all the players in the system, and there are hundreds of them, will be saying, rut row, am I a free agent? Am I going to be with my team? How much am I going to get paid? Can I afford tuition for my kids? Should I buy a bigger house? Should I look for a house in a different city? What's my agent doing for me? It's going to be mayhem. So the owners went up to the players and said, I have an idea. You're worried that your players aren't going to get tendered on the second because you think we're going to lock you out. So you know what? Let's move the tender date up to November 30th. We'll tender contracts to players or we'll non-tender them. And then the players who get non-tendered, get ready. It's exciting. You'll have 24 hours to sign with the new team if you want because players and teams can still sign up until the lockout. How does that work for you? You like that? A day? You excited? The owners went up to Rob Manford and said, this is perfect. Give us an opportunity to jettison the players we don't want. Give us a day to sign the players we do and let the rest of them sit there and rot until the lockout's over. The union took this suggestion and said, well, wait a minute. Even if four non-tendered players are able to have free agency for the day and find another team, that's way worth it because the majority of players do get tendered and now they'll have peace of mind. So as a union, what we're getting for our constituency is peace of mind and a few free agents extra signed before the lockout. Hip, hip, hooray. We have agreement. We're going to do it. Are you all excited as fans? I'm not. Because all that guarantees is that the lockout is a sure thing. It's Nicolette Sheridan. John Cusack is driving across country with Daphne Zuniga. They're getting to December 1st. They know exactly where Nicolette's going to be. And they're stuck in traffic. There'll be an MLB lockout on December 1st. I assure you of that. And this tender deadline being moved, it's a pretty significant deal. Not! When we come back, we're going to review a movie that... uh, I'm going to say has a real chance to make it into my top 100. That's how good it was. We'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back to Nothing Personal. My name is David Sampson. Thank you for being a part of Nothing Personal. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends, for following, for subscribing on the Nothing Personal with David Sampson YouTube channel. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day tomorrow. Try not to overeat. Definitely don't drink and drive. Enjoy the football games. Enjoy time with family while you can. There won't be a show tomorrow. We will be back Friday. I promise you that. But I'm still going to watch a movie every day. And I want to spend a few minutes talking about this one. I am a musical theater person. I've admitted that. You know this about me. I'm not ashamed to talk about the fact that while robotic and running a team, having an absence of emotional intelligence, my emotional IQ is about a three. Jingles make me cry. Movies make me cry. Broadway shows make me cry. I love musical theater in a way that it's hard for me to describe to you with the way I feel when I see a play or a musical. I just love live theater. Rent is one of my all-time favorites. Rent was written by someone named Jonathan Larson. Jonathan Larson died at the age of 35 from an anaerobic, an aortic aneurysm the night of the first public off-Broadway preview of Rent. Rent would go on for 12 years on Broadway, one of the most successful Broadway musicals of all time. It became a movie. Well, there's a new movie directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda called Tick, Tick, Boom. It's in theaters and it's on Netflix. Jonathan Larson is played by Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. Social Network, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, who has an English accent, who in this movie has no English accent. Still can't figure out how that works. Andrew Garfield, who doesn't sing. Andrew Garfield, who spent a year learning how to sing, was cast by Lin-Manuel Miranda because someone told Lin, hey, he can sing, and he looks just like Jonathan Larson. Andrew Garfield puts on a performance that is the best I've seen this year, hands down. It is a movie that tells the story of a struggling musical theater writer writing a show, trying to get a show produced, not successful, trying to figure out what to do. There is a scene in Tick, Tick, Boom that is a top 10 scene of any movie production I've ever seen. You know my favorite painting. It's all tied together. My favorite painting is La Grande Jatte by Seurat, the one in the Chicago Art Institute that I'll see every time I'm in Chicago, no matter what, that I have a poster of. I've been trying to buy the original, but uh, I have the wrong agent, I guess. And there was a musical with Mandy Patinkin and Bernadette Peters called Sunday in the Park, and there's a performance, there's a song in that called Sunday. Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda recreates and has a song called Sunday, and in this production number are all these people from Broadway's past. It's so unbelievable, and I know what it sounds like because I'm not a, you may not be a Broadway person, Coco won't even see the movie. Just do me one favor, please. Please just see it. Tick, tick, boom. I'm gonna give you a wait to see about this movie. 
and it's an aggressive early wait to see. Wait to see is when I tell you something's going to happen. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'll revisit it. Andrew Garfield is going to win Best Actor. Andrew Garfield should win Best Actor. Better than Will Smith and King Richard. Tick, tick, boom on Netflix, Coca, please. Okay. So while Stevie Cohen's having dinner with Javi Baez, he's also trying to put his starting rotation together because he needs pitching. Noah Syndergaard went west, young man, for 21 mil. Jacob deGrom is a definite maybe to give you 30 starts. Marcus Stroman is a free agent who is delusional about his worth. Carlos Carrasco is hurt and stinks. They got no pitching. They have two to four years to win a World Series. Oh, we'll just shore ourselves up the middle. We'll be good. Wait a minute. Why don't we have a reunion with Steven Matz? He had a good year with Toronto. We got rid of him. We non-tendered him. He signed. He reclaimed himself. Had a three-plus ERA. Pretty good in the American League East. Let's bring him home. Come on, Billy. You can do it. Do you know that the Mets thought they were signing Steve Matz? Hmm. Why didn't they? What happened? Steven Matz was rumored. For whatever reason, there was a bidding frenzy for this guy. A number five starter, but a bidding frenzy because there's a bidding frenzy going on for players. Totally irrational ahead of the lockout. Steven Matt signed a four-year, $44 million contract with the St. Louis Cardinals. Four over 44. Are you kidding me, St. Louis? The team that just gave $68 million to Miles Mikolas and ruse the day? Because he got hurt and didn't perform? Signing players at the top? That's a Samsonism. Don't sign players at the top. Sign them at the bottom. Well, guess what? The Mets thought they had him. They thought they were getting Mats back. How do I know this? Because Twitter is going crazy right now. The Mets thought they had a deal and that Mats was coming back. Steve Cohn, the owner, just tweeted. Come on, Stevie. You think your Twitter isn't a problem? You think that every other owner isn't laughing at you right now? I'm not happy this morning, he just tweeted. I've never seen such unprofessional behavior exhibited by a player's agent. I guess words and promises don't matter. Stop the show, Coca. Stop. Steve Cohn just learned lesson number two. Congratulations. You get a gold star. Words and promises don't matter from an agent? <gasps> Macaulay Culkin. It can't be true. When an agent tells you that his player's coming to you and then doesn't, Oh, that's, I've never heard of such a thing. It's impossible. Are you kidding me? Who is advising you, Steve? Who works for you? Does anyone have a scintilla of experience running a baseball team? Does anyone look at your Twitter before you tweet out that words and promises don't matter? NSS, no blank, Sherlock. 
a little word to the wise for all the listeners out there. Don't take words and promises from anyone. Take contracts. Take signatures. Your words and promises didn't mean anything. Stevie, I'm so sad. I thought you'd be a Met. Mets are totally upset that he went to the Cardinals. Billy Epler, their new GM, got a call from Steve Cohn this morning, I promise you. <laughs> Billy. Billy. Do you have the number of Matt's agent? Call him right now. Right now. Yeah, his agent is Rob Martin. You know him, don't you? From your unsuccessful stint with the Angels. Call him up and tell him I'm angry. Do you know how many times I was told by our owner to make a call to someone in the media or an agent to say something? Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you don't. All the time you say you did it. You think Billy Epler as a GM should call an agent to say, how could you dare sign with the Cardinals for 444? We would have gone to 445. Billy Epler had to tell Rob Martin that he was upset, that the Mets thought they'd have a last look. We would always say that to players. It's pretty good. Hey, do me a favor. You know, we really want you, wink, wink. So if you have an offer from another team, could you just tell us, please, Pretty Parcheesi, that'd be so cool because we'll take a minute and we'll just match it, I promise you. Wait, you will? All right, we've got three years, $27 million. You do? All right, we'll give you that. Okay, we'll sign. Huh? You never had 327 from anyone else? I can't believe it. You just took advantage of us? No way. Whenever a team says to a player, please give me a last look, does that guarantee you're going to get the last look? No. No, no, I promise you, you're going to get it doesn't mean squat. You think Steven Matz wanted to come back to New York? No chance, toilet pants. They were playing with you. They got the money from St. Louis because of what you were offering. You were used. Have you ever been used before, Stevie? Ever? Ever? Oh, I bet you have. Have you ever used anyone before? Ooh, I'd say there are a few lawsuits that say you have. Huh? Welcome to ownership in Major League Baseball. You do not have Steven Matz. <laughs> Nothing personal pick of the day. Yeah. Yeah, the Knicks were up 25. Yeah, LeBron didn't play for the Lakers. Yeah, the Garden was upset. Yeah, the Garden had to watch Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis play like ordinary players. Yeah, the Knicks beat the Lakers by six. They cover by half a damn point. We're 158 and 141. Gambling's hard, folks. Please be responsible. Do it for fun. Don't try to make a living. Keep doing your job because doing, doing it for work, it's just not going to work. And by the way, all the people, and I'm going to include myself, I pay attention. I'm over 500. I'm 158 and 141 in 2021. I am. But all these people are on all these sites how good they are. Most of them don't know crap about crap. So on that note, I got to give you a bunch of picks. Ready? Do you know the Phoenix Suns, since Robert Sarver and his wife wore bikinis and had all that article written about them, I don't think they've lost a game. Monty Williams, coach of the year candidate for eliminating the distraction of an out-of-control owner 
They've won a baker's dozen in a row, going for 14, and they're only six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're taking the Suns tonight, six-and-a-half. Tomorrow is football Thursday, baby. Oh, yeah. There's a game we have to talk about. Are you a Chicago Bears fan? Do you believe when there's smoke, there's fire? How do you get smoke without fire? Fire! The Chicago Bears are rumored to be firing their coach, Matt Nagy, following tomorrow's game against the Detroit Lions. Story at 11. Huh? You've leaked word out that you're firing your coach after a specific game? Against the worst team in football? The winless Detroit? I'm going to crash your kneecap, Dan Campbell-led Lions? Interesting. If the Bears lose to the Lions tomorrow, Matt Nagy will get fired. If the Bears beat the Lions tomorrow, Matt Nagy will get fired. So if you're going to fire your coach either way, why don't you do it now? Oh, I got it. The game plan's in. It's a short week. There wouldn't be enough time for a new coach to hop in there. Really? GMAB. Give me one small break. You can fire a head coach, have your offensive coordinator take over, call the plays, and believe me, you can get through a Thanksgiving Day game against the Lions. Do you know the number of times the Chicago Bears have fired a coach in season in their history? I read this. Zero. But Matt Nagy is on the hottest seat of all time. They're an underperforming team playing an even worse team. Could these rumors be true? Huh. Do you know why I know it's true? Because Matt Nagy told me. He didn't tell me. He told you too. You just have to read between the lines. He was asked about the rumor. And you know what he said? <laughs> I don't know anything. I haven't heard that at all. That's a bunch of horse hockey. You know how I know? I haven't spoken with the owner, the president, or the GM this week. Uh-oh. Um, Matt, just a little nugget going forward. When all of your bosses don't talk to you during the course of a week when you've got a game, there's just a small chance that you are finished, that you're dead man walking, that you ought to find Susan Sarandon and see if she can read to you from the book of where am I going to work next. There is no coach and GM, even if they're the same person who don't speak to each other during the course of a week in the National Football League. There is no president of a team who does not speak to his coach during the week. I don't care if you're president of the business operations and you're not allowed to even talk to your coach. There is no owner who doesn't speak to his coach even during a short week. Not one. And any owner who says, oh, I leave my guy alone. I'm not going to bother him. Don't you worry. They're lying to you, totally lying to you. Matt, the writing's on the wall. The smoke is coming from a flame right underneath your hot seat. Good luck. And it's going to be even worse because you're going to cover because it's our pick of the day. Bears minus three over the lines is our pick tomorrow. But I'm giving you a double because there's three games. I'm going to watch two of three. I think it's reasonable for your family to watch two of three. I don't think it's reasonable to watch all three, so I'm only picking two of three, so I'll watch two of three. 
The Buffalo Bills coming off an inconsistency that I can't believe. They're 6-4. and four. We've done very well with the Bills coming off losses. They're favored by under a touchdown over the Saints. Bills minus 6 over Saints. Bears minus 3 over Lions. Bye-bye, Matt. And Suns minus 6.5 over the Cavaliers. Those are the picks of the day. Guess who has Thanksgiving free? As I close the show, I want to give everyone a little love for Thanksgiving. Please spend the time you can. I always felt badly for teams that had to play on Thanksgiving. Missed the time with their families. Jason Garrett of the Giants, former Cowboys coach, has plenty of time to be with his family because the Giants canned him yesterday after his team lost 30-10. to 10. He's the offensive coordinator, the erstwhile Cowboys coach for all those years. Pretty successful, got fired. Joe Judge hires him to be the offensive coordinator. And bing, bang, boom, Joe Judge goes public saying, man, we got to coach better. And then all of a sudden, Jason Garrett gets fired. Talk about a fall guy for a team that just isn't good. This is a specialty of mine. Sort of like French toast and scrambled eggs and toasting a bagel. When you can't get rid of your players and you're not given permission to get rid of your coach, your manager or your head coach, you then get rid of a base coach or an offensive coordinator. You go one level below. And you do it as a shot across the bow. You do it to say, hey, I'm still here. I'm still in charge and it's not good enough what we're doing. I do not accept losing. We should be scoring more because we've got all these great offensive weapons. We've spent all this great money. And if we can't get it done, then you're going to be fired. Goodbye, Jason. And then Joe Judge, the coach, thanks him. Jason Garrett comes out and gives a great statement. It's a statement that coaches give when they don't want to go scorched earth. The statement thanks the players, the organization, comments on the professionalism of all involved, appreciative of the opportunity, shows his love for his head coach, thereby showing his next employer his loyalty. And then he goes home. He takes out the carver. He starts slicing turkey. He wipes his brow with his oven mitt. He says, thank God I'm out of there. There's not one thing I could have done better to make that team score more. There is nothing so obvious as a fired coach or manager who does not have any sort of self-awareness about why they were fired. They default to saying they were the scapegoat because that's how we all get through the day. And I end the show today by saying, I may comment and criticize delusion on this show from time to time. I may give it to you straight, no BS for 45 minutes a day. But every once in a while around holiday season, a little lack of self-awareness is a really good way to get through the day. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you Friday. It's just business. This is nothing personal. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.